Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Wesley Clark, and today in episode 12 of the Lifestyle by Design podcast, we're going to finish up our How to Stay Out of Financial Chaos. I was planning on doing two additional parts, but I felt that uh, I'll just try to nip it in the bud, make it part three, and cover two areas tonight. Uh, One is life insurance and your estate. So in our previous uh, episodes, we talked about, uh, in the first part, about the importance of having an emergency fund or life preservation fund, starting out with $1,000, just to build that up. Secondly, once you have that done, to start paying down your debt in episode uh, or part two. Now in this part three, in that uh, financial planning pyramid diagram form that you can download at my website, wesleyclark.global, you'll see life insurance and estate planning as the two other foundational stones that really set the foundation for uh, going to the next level. But I'm just going to cover just this one, uh, these four foundational stones. If you want to talk about the other ones above that, you can give me a a call or uh, shoot me an email or contact me via my website. So let's get to what life insurance. I want to start with the story. Uh, There's a movie old movie back in the 40s about a gentleman who was uh, an old salt in selling life insurance and uh, the young life insurance agent is asked by this guy he goes so uh, tell me how, how how do you do and he goes well sir you know I I just don't I, I don't I don't know how to present this stuff I guess because I'm just not very successful at it he goes oh here's what you do Basically, you go up to the person and you say, you know, and he goes, well, what, what's the, what's, let me ask you, what's, what's the objection that you get most? And the kid says, well, sir, uh, he says, my wife doesn't believe in life insurance. And he goes, ah, that's easy. He goes, that's easy. He goes, this is what you do. When you get that, you say, Mr. Johnson, wives never believe in life insurance, but widows always do. And that is the truth doing my practice for 24 years and helping folks in the area of life insurance. um, What I would say, it's very important for you, if you have loved ones depending on you, to have income replacement in the event you pass on. Nobody likes to talk about that, and I get that part. But uh, what is the rule of thumb, Wes? Well, if you're making, for example, hypothetically $50,000, you should have five to ten uh, years of, or excuse me, five to ten times your annual income. So in this case, $250,000 to $500,000. And we're just talking about straight term life insurance. All right. Term life is just coverage during your working years. Now, if you haven't developed your emergency fund and you haven't done your debt, or you just you did both of those, but you don't have the money to provide for the premium for that coverage. And frankly, it's not expensive at all. Term life coverage is very inexpensive. It's just covering you for whatever period of time, 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, what have you. And so I'll talk with clients because most of them are around the 35, 40 year old age uh, or older or younger. It just depends. But let's just use that hypothetically. So at age 65, they really, you know, the kids are gone and a person's probably close to retirement if they choose to retire. But if they don't have the money to provide for a premium of 30-year policy, better to have 10, at least the next 10 years. 
And a 30-year policy for somebody was standard non-tobacco. I'm, I'm just talking, I always quote standard. When you get these advertisements over the radio or whatever, they're always quoting, you know, these uh, super preferred rates. And I don't play those games. I'm just starting out standard non-tobacco if you don't smoke, standard tobacco if you do. You might be super athletic or whatever. But the point is, is I'd rather provide a much better premium than even what I quoted you than the other way around. And that's the challenge you face sometimes. Anyway, back to the thing. The reality is, for less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks a day, you can get that coverage for 30-year coverage, 10-year even cheaper. Um, I work with a lot of folks in that. So if you go online, you can find you know companies there. You can... You can contact me. You can contact your um, auto insurance company, homeowners insurance company, somebody. But get yourself covered. I mean, really, it, 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 if you've got somebody depending on your income. Because, like I said, in my professional career, I've had individuals who um, have chosen not to and have chosen to those who chose to and if you know they passed on their loved ones were thankful for that coverage so i'll leave it at that but consider it seriously lastly let's talk about estate planning now why do you even want to talk about that here in washington state if say a, a family they have a kid Say that, uh, God forbid, both the uh, husband and wife pass on. If they don't have a will in place, it goes to a probate. And then also the state of Washington gets to determine, you know, where, where the child is going to go, which is probably the most important thing. Do you, you know, I'm going to go to Uncle Joe or Aunt Susie or whoever uh, when that's not really what you wanted. And where would your pro, you know, where would your um, assets go after the liabilities are deducted? Would it be put in a trust for the kid? But these are the type of things that you really should have in place. It's not that expensive. You can uh, contact a lawyer, a paralegal locally. Uh, I've had clients uh, use LegalZoom.com. I'm not advocating that specific one. I'm just saying that's one that they've. Uh, discussed and shared that they've used with success. But the reality is getting that covered in the unlikely event that you both pass on or uh, you pass on. Another area later on, but at least get the simple will, what they call a simple will, is a living will. And the living will basically is, do you want to be on life support or not? And the reason why I bring that up, the famous, I think it's Maria Shivo case, where the husband said the wife would want to be on life support. The parents said the wife would want to be on life support. So it went in court battle forever and ever and ever. And if the, the living will was in place, if there was something like that, it wouldn't have been a, a, a question about it. So take that out of the hands of a, a spouse or parents and do them a favor by getting that in place.
And last is a financial durable power of attorney, which you really don't have to worry about right at this juncture, I would say. But just so you understand what that is, that gives whoever you give that financial durable power of attorney, let's say as you get in your in your 70s and you have your son or daughter uh, have the financial durable power of attorney, if you become incapacitated, you know, come down with dementia, they are responsible for paying your bills. They take over all your financial matters. So hopefully these two areas... Uh, you'll, it makes sense. And I encourage you to get all four foundational stones down. I know this is not uh, really exciting stuff for a lot of folks, uh, especially when you're talking about life insurance and estate planning, but very essential so that you can really create the lifestyle by design that you want. I appreciate you guys once again. Hope you have a great night. Uh, it's Wednesday. Uh, some people call it hump day. I call it Just another day enjoying life, taking it one day at a time. God bless y'all. Take care. Bye.